Okay, have you got a wine, Emma? No, I don't, actually. <laughs> and I feel like that's a mistake. Can I just grab one real quick? Okay. Hi, welcome to the Electric Rodeo. I'm Emily Wright. I am Emma Hewitt. And we are going to, this This episode is kind of like a temporary farewell. It right? is, but don't get too sad. Yeah, um, because the electric rodeo is not going on hiatus. We mm-hmm. will be still having electric rodeo good times every single week. Um, but I am going uh, to have a month of, a month at least mm. of sick leave because I'm having a hysterectomy. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot. I've had endometriosis um, most of my life, and I was recently diagnosed with adenomyosis, which is um, if affects like the um, endometrial wall and that type of thing. And um, mm. it's very painful. Um, I get mm. a lot of back pain and. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, um, Emma, you've seen, like, that I'm in pain a yes, lot and yes. things like that. So we're very happy that I've been able to get um, surgery. Yeah. To, I ha- I think if you're a regular listener, you'll know I already have two children, so I'm quite um, happy about having a hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. There's no sad feelings around having a hysterectomy. I really think of it as a really positive, great thing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but I will need quite a bit of time to recover. So, and we have tried to pre-record some podcasts, so um, there's a chance that through my whole leave period <laughs> you still will hear my voice. <laughs> but we thought that we'd share this just in case, um, yeah. just to say that um, I will be away. And it will be interesting when I come back. Because I'm going to have a different body. I'm so looking forward to seeing you, like, to see how different you are because you're in quite frequent pain yeah. at the moment yeah. and that must be extremely draining and extremely tiring and just make everything in your life harder than it needs to be yeah it really is and I think that we often talk about on the podcast this sort of holistic approach to sex and sexuality that there are impacts to your body childbirth, hysterectomy other mm. surgery um that that kind of holistic approach to sex is saying your body is always changing. Yeah. The body I had when I first started having sex at sixteen mm. is very different to the body yeah. I have at thirty five. And in a month when I come back I will have a different body again. Yeah. And I think that it's really gonna be good for us to talk about those changes. Just because I do think it just aligns with what we've always said about how you should you know, um, never consider it wrong that something you once enjoyed mm, you don't enjoy anymore, true. or um, trying something new. Um, yeah, finding what works for you in new ways as well. It's just part of the exploration of understanding like pleasure and seeking pleasure in in new forms. Sometimes it's because it's fun, and sometimes it's because you have to. Like, yeah, yeah, and I think not having this end date. On exploration, yes. not being like, I know my body now, I'm done. Yeah. Because would you say that your body's changed a lot? Yes. Like in the last few years, I started to get really bad vaginal pain during um, penetrative sex and that kind of 
has fucked with my sex drive a lot like I kind of try and avoid doing that sometimes and it's made me more I think explorative of other things like even you know we always talk about anal play and stuff like that you know but looking into different ways of you know experiencing pleasure but then unfortunately I'm also one of those people that like if something hurts or if I get frustrated because I think something's going to hurt I can actually shut down really fast so it's kind of like sorry I'm really sniffling um ruined my whole sex life for a while you Mm. know I just kind of stopped wanting to do anything and but it's like working at ATMS has definitely helped because it's a nice reminder that there are other things that you can do there are so many other ways to explore and like just stop letting your head get in the way because yeah it's not always going to hurt you yeah and I think that you know when we've talked about that um you know we keep referring to the sex survey um because it actually gives us really interesting data and information and what we learned from the sex survey is that um health issues are a major impact for one in four New Zealanders Mm. and Australians. We found that health issues impact the sex lives of men more than women, 26% to 24%. And they're also more likely to be older. Um, So the silent generation, which is um, prior to um, baby boomers, so that's Mm, like your grandparents, a silent generation, they're most likely, and you would contribute that to age. Age, yes. Um, And then baby boomers in the middle. And again, that's like an age thing. Sense. But I think that there's when you have poor health that impacts your sex life, I think it's really easy to go down a sort of shame spiral, mm. to f- lack confidence, yeah. um, to really feel bad. Um, yes. And I think I've been quite lucky um, that I haven't had a huge amount of pain in sex. It's more been like mm. just pain all the time, which yeah. makes me tired. Yeah. Um, but I, I think one thing I've really held on to um, is the idea that a healthy sex life is important yes. to me. It's, yeah. it, it's a priority to me in the same way like health in any other aspect right. of my life yeah. is, is I try to be healthy but my body has let me mm. down. And I'm trying to change the narrative in my head around my hysterectomy right. to say that instead of being like my uterus failed (laughs) being like my uterus was a wonderful home to two children and now it's done its job and I I can thank it and like I can Mary Kondo my my uterus it no longer serves me it no longer brings me joy it's gotta Um, go but I think that we kind of have this suffering in silence um, particularly women Mm. Um, and I just really want to say that a healthy sex life is important and you deserve it if we I know that for a lot of women pain and endometriosis adenomyosis and things that affect your ovaries Mm. uterus um a a lot of those things are things you suffer in silence there is um you know a lot of there's not a lot of information out there about these um illnesses despite the fact that they're so common and a lot of GPs don't understand mm. um, it's actually hard to get treatment for these things for a lot of women. Yeah. I was really lucky to get treatment very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I think so many women suffer in silence and I think that a lot of that is societal. Yes. Um, 
like just sort of ingrained misogyny mm. and sexism around the worth of women's bodies. I think so too. And I think there's kind of, I don't know why, but there always seems to be this narrative of painful sex for people with vaginas being normal. Yeah. And yeah. it's like not. a little bit of pain is normal yes. and you just have to relax and into wh- it. I, is that because of like this whole hymen thing? Like, you know, your first time, oh, it's going to hurt, you're probably going to bleed. And, yeah. you know, and then it just gets stuck in your I, head. I don't know what the I reason is. I think that we prioritise male pleasure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we are talking about um, just anybody with a vulva, but I mm. think that it is a gendered issue as well. Um, and it's around the pleasure of men being elevated yes. or prioritised yes. over women yeah. and a woman can just cop having less satisfactory yeah, sex true. or having painful hmm. sex or her pleasure is not as, Im- as important yeah. and one thing that facing health issues um, that have impacted I mean just the, the pain um, that I have day to day has impacted my sex life yeah. but um, it has made me really think about we are like you and that we've explored other ways mm, um, yeah. and, but I wonder if I would have that heightened awareness to do that if I didn't work at ATMS yeah. because working in a really sex positive environment where you're constantly seeing what what you can do to yes. improve yeah. well not even improve your sex life just make good sex like the good sex great thing it's a slogan <laughs> but I've always been really liked it mm. because we have this idea that sex has to be terrible to improve it yeah and that's not and true that's at all not true. you can have a good sex life and it can become even better yeah always um, it can but always think, grow and evolve. Yeah, I think toys have been really, really wonderful yes. for me through this journey. And I don't just say that as somebody working, obviously, at Adult Toy Megastore, but it's more because you can feel really disconnected um, from your body yeah. um, when you are having so much pain, so much issues um, with your body, when you feel like your body's letting you down or not responding in the same yeah. way it once did. Um, and we've talked about the shame around that but I think sex toys have helped me reconnect with my body Um, some people are kind of like oh my gosh you're always talking about sex toys (laughs) Um, but I'm just kind of like they've actually been really incredible for me really empowering they've reconnected me with my body Mm. they've taught me things about my body I never knew yeah I agree with that like when I um, if I go through a phase where I really like if I experience pain then I can sometimes lose all ability to even feel intimate with Jay like and sometimes I just have to say to him look I just want to use my sex toys for a couple of days like reconnect with myself like try and experience that intimacy and that horniness almost again just with myself and then it always always ends up transferring across to that connection with him as well yeah and it's just like you have to feel connected to your body somehow to feel I think intimacy with anyone else I think it's really really important and often when pain hits me the worst during the night um like early morning or like three in the morning or something when Mm. I will be in so much pain that even just reaching for my painkillers is too hard Um, sometimes just as I'm waiting to for my painkillers to kick in masturbating with a sex toy which requires very little work for, from that mm. um, can be enough to relax my body yep. enough those feel to, good chemicals yeah release. I mean it's really important and I think that it's quite sad um, 
as a society how we just don't want to talk about women's sex mm. and sexuality and sex toys because people say that about like oh you know sex toys continue to be sort of for some people a joke you see a lot of young people um that it really concerns me how many young people have young women Mm. have partners who um give them grief about masturbating or Mm, using sex toys i see that so much online um my husband or usually my boyfriend um Mm. doesn't want um, me to use sex toys or my boyfriend doesn't want me to masturbate yes yeah Um, yeah we have to be able to masturbate and or use sex toys whatever you want to mm. however you want to masturbate but that is a crucial part of knowing your body looking after your body being in touch with your body it, it is, is so important yeah. <laughs> and masturbating was how I found a lump and how yes, I true. ended up having um, yeah. this process of getting surgery mm. so um, masturbating can literally save your life yeah. like we need to be able to feel comfortable touching ourselves yeah. know what pleasure there is and I guess that I just I feel really grateful to be having this surgery it's not a sad yeah. thing or anything for me um, and I'm just really grateful for the period leading up to this that I've had sex toys and you know my wonderful colleagues and all that to help me through but mm. um, I just really want people to take a moment I guess to maybe as a bit of a homework assignment while I'm away <laughs> um, take some time to think about all of the things in your life that might have impacted mm. how you um, that have changed your body changed your mind yeah, anything like that there are yeah. so many things over our lifetime so think of when you first began having sex think of where you're at now think of like what are the things that you've gone through Mm. physically emotionally and where you're at now because for me I've gone from I've had four surgeries prior to this I've had two children Mm. I've um you know I will now come out of this without a uterus cervix all these Mm. other things um it I'm really excited and interested to see the way my body will react after this and go through this healing journey with my body. But I think you don't need a catalyst like surgery Hmm, to to to, check in with yourself and say, when was the last time I truly thought, what can I do to Mm. really connect with my body and know myself? Because what you liked at 16... It's not going to be the no, same thing not. you like at 35. It's not. That's such an interesting point, like, to actually take the time to, like, sit down and, like, write it out or think about it. Because I think that we probably don't do that enough. If you're, even before masturbation and stuff, sometimes you just jump into it, do it fast. Like, you might just grab yeah. a toy and, and never actually take the time in a non-sexual context. We talk about this all yeah, the time yeah, to kind yeah. of think about, like, what you actually enjoy like what are things you want to try like take the time rather than just jump into it and do what you always do mm. yeah and just feeling comfortable in the knowledge that it makes sense that what you want will change yes, it definitely. really like normalized that idea that your sex life will change yeah. and that it should yes you it, I think we kind of have this idea that it's this really big deal to say to your partner I actually don't like that anymore mm. Or I really want to try this thing because it's like, oh, what if they think that's weird? Or what if they, you know, and it's like, of course, 
what food we like changes. Exactly. Would, I can know. eat peas now. I used to hate them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, that was just a bit of a quickie episode to say thank you for listening mm. and I'm really excited about joining you again. Um, you will probably hear my voice still yeah, um, I imagine so. coming up, but we just kind of wanted to do this in case there is um, in case my recovery is longer than we thought or in case we have somebody else needing Mm. to step in for a while until until I'm 100% Um, so yeah thank you for listening and I will see you soon yeah and I'll still be here I've got nothing else on (laughs) (laughs) see you soon everyone thank you